It's time for episode 465 of the Clockwise Podcast from Relay FM, recorded Wednesday, August 24th, 2022. Clockwise, four people, four tech topics, 30 minutes. Welcome back to Clockwise, a podcast hosted this week by two people who just, you know, get event invitations to go to Apple's campus in person <laughs> for special iPhone events. I'm Jason Snell, and across the table from me, of course, the other Apple event invitee, a first-timer, it's Micah Sargent. Congratulations, Micah. <laughs> Thank you, Jason Snell. Yes, uh, I'm, st- again, still processing everything. Uh, Surprise! Very exciting to have uh, been invited to the event and uh, looking forward to seeing what Apple announces on mm. September 7th. Who knows? No one Who knows. knows. <laughs> But before we get there, we have a podcast, uh, 30 Minutes, for Tech Topics. You may have heard of it. It's called Clockwise. It's the one you're listening to right now. To my left, incomparable podcaster, many, many different podcasts. She's recording one right now. It's Kelly Gamont. Hello. Hi. Uh, aside from being a podcaster, I'm also terribly jealous of the two of you and your invitations right now. So I'll just sit over here and be a mere mortal appearing on the podcast, bringing down the invited guest average over here. <laughs> I'll tuck mine away and we will uh, address yeah, stop that in it. the future. Stop, stop sorry, showing sorry. it to everybody, Micah. <laughs> <laughs> to my left is senior editor at 9to5Mac who actually broke the news this morning for us uh, that the event <laughs> invites had gone out. It's Zach Hall. Hello, Zach. Hey, everybody. I'm not looking at an Apple invitation, but I am looking at a NASA uh, Artemis One invitation in person. Oh, Zach. So, Yo, Zach. what can I say? You know, priorities. Yeah, you win. You, you do win. win. <laughs> All right, uh, four technology topics in thirty minutes is the goal, and I'm up first. So let me throw this one out there. This week there was a New York Times story about Google turning off a guy's entire digital life. He had Google Fi uh, cellular service. He had every, he was all in on Google, Android, everything uh, because of a mistaken child sex abuse material positive that was investigated by the police and found to not be a crime. It was just pictures of his kid for a telemedicine appointment. Um, Leaving that aside for the moment, though, I'm struck by the fact that he went all in on Google and Google turned off all in. (laughs) Like, you know, went all out. So do any of you go all in on a tech giant? And if so, who? Or do you have a philosophy to sort of spread it around so that, you know, you've got all sorts of different stuff from different tech giants? Or do you avoid the tech giants entirely, or at least as much as you can? Kelly, what do you think? (laughs) Well, I just sat here and told you how jealous I was y'all going to an Apple event. So um, obviously, I have uh, a preference. Uh, Primarily, I'm an Apple hardware and software person. For the most part, both uh, personally and professionally as part of my job, uh, I tend to see if there's a way that I can do something local or uh, if it's, you know, like buying books or something, if there's a way I can support somebody more directly. I try to avoid them as much as I can for the most part, but there are certain ones you just can't get around for the most part. You know, if you want to be on the if I want to be on the Internet, Comcast is part of my life, whether I want them to be or not. So. Yeah, it was a rather harrowing tale. Um, and I think that it does speak to wanting to spread out your uh, online services as much as possible. For me, I do tend to do that, not because I was thinking of it sort of front of mind, but because 
There are different features that different platforms provide that I like to use. Google Photos is an example. Um, it has the ability to pay, I think it's like $7.99 or $8.99 a month, and you get uh, photos sent to you in the mail that are printed out from your Google Photos library. And uh, Amazon Photos, some of the ability that you can tie in with the, uh, with the, the cameras or the Echo devices that you have. So I wasn't thinking of that front of mind when I've spread out my online usage, but I definitely will be now. Zach, what about you? Uh, I kind of live in hope that I'll one day be relieved of all of my digital data. I just, I just long for a world of like fully analog. Um, I mean, surprise, surprise, everything's in the Apple ecosystem for me, aside from uh, like, you know, backups being offline. Um, one thing that I, I will say though, is that anything financial, I'm, I'm, pretty protective of. So I've got, you know, paper copies of those things and do a lot of handwritten notes just to keep myself, you know, caught up. Because one one thing for me is that it feels like anything that I write digitally can be changed or moved around and I'll forget it. But there's something about the permanence or, you know, idea permanence of writing it by hand on paper. And then, you know, I can't lose that or change that. So very important things end up on paper. Um, Otherwise, I'm kind of always expecting massive data loss, if not ecosystem lockout at some point. Um, and, and by expecting it, I think it just wouldn't be a huge problem for me. Uh, so that, that's where I'm at. Yeah. I feel like, um, I, and maybe people don't expect this because I cover Apple, but like I try to spread it around. I have, um, my, you know, I have Google, whatever it's called now. It used to be Google apps for domains, but I have that. Uh, so I have a bunch of Google docs in there, but the, the fact is that, and my email is in there, but I own the domain. The domain's at a separate registrar. I do have a bunch of stuff in iCloud, but I have that stuff backed up. Uh, my passwords are in one password. So a different, again, a different, place and i like the idea of spreading it around i have not as i just said about google i have not taken it to the point where i know a lot of people i know have taken it which is saying like getting off to fast mail or something like that and saying you know reduce your uh exposure to tech giants in general um and i get it but um some of the services like and i got a bunch of amazon stuff too like some of the services are so convenient that i just kind of want to uh use them and it doesn't bother me so much i don't feel like i'm i'm going to lose my entire digital life uh but i i do like to spread it around a, a, a little bit and a story like this reminds me of that that like if you go all in on one ecosystem you know you are putting your eggs in one basket and it seems a little bit scary to me all right thank you all for your perspectives uh time for topic number 2 kelly what do you have for us uh, I would like to know what a uh, skill, like a, a technical skill or something like that, or philosophy, like a, a certain thing to do every day or a habit that you've learned in the last two or so years that you're going to keep doing even as the world continues to open up. And, you know, people want to say back to normal, but we all know that's like totally not the phrase. Um, what what is it that that you've started doing or have learned that you're going to keep doing no matter what? At first, whenever I heard this uh, question, I hadn't, I didn't relate it to the pandemic. I kind of took it as just a, a philosophy that maybe has come to me, and I think I want to stick with that simply because it's not something that I talk enough about uh, on shows. And so I was very kind of blasé about privacy protections and uh, keeping our information safe because I, I'm not doing anything wrong. So if they want to look at it, they can. And over time, my my mindset shifted. 
And I realized that regardless of how I do things online or don't do things online, it doesn't change the fact that we have to value our privacy. Yeah, that's uh, that's the philosophy that it's, again, long time coming, uh, but certainly continues to just build and build and build. Uh, Zach, what about you? Uh, I have a larger appreciation for in-person interaction than ever before, you know, which is just kind of natural coming out of two years of being very remote. <laughs> but I've also made friends in that process um, who I keep in touch with every day uh, remotely. So it's a little bit of a mixed bag there. Um, but I, I guess the, 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 the bigger thing for me is um, to, to, to live in the moment and, and have look seek out things that really just make me smile without you know a lot of a lot of like you know thinking about it um some parts of that have been you know i i when when things were a little bit better recently i i was at universal and rode some roller coasters and just kind of found that experience just you know real visceral and just couldn't help but smile and laugh and 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 you know it was a big change from the usual and then aside from that i've i've taken up um riding motorcycles as a as a big hobby of mine and I have a hard time not smiling when I'm just going fast and have like the air blowing you know, all around me and everything. So um, just a bigger, bigger uh, emphasis on those in-person, you know, live in the moment feelings that you can chase. Yeah, I um, have a like a big one and a small one. The small one is during the pandemic. One of the things, you know, I work at home. I had my whole family with me at home during the lockdown. Um, it gets a little claustrophobic. Uh, my wife and I started taking fairly long walks or hikes in our, our neighborhood and otherwise nearby. And that's a thing that I want to keep doing is just keep getting outside into the fresh air, especially since I sit at a desk in the garage all day and write. Uh, so, and do podcasts. Hi, I do that too. So <laughs> I want to, I want to uh, keep doing that. And then the other thing is the perspective that I gained for something we couldn't do during that period, which is travel, that travel is a thing I value and that I want to make an effort to go to places and see stuff that um, makes me happy because travel makes me happy and makes my wife happy. And so we are uh, going to do more travel. And we it's not like we weren't traveling before, but I think prioritizing that and realizing that it's something we value is something that um, that we got out of the pandemic. Um, mine is kind of a, a mix of everybody's. I really value um, in-person interaction uh, and have found that to be something to make more effort for, but also finding the value in an online interaction. If it's somebody that I can't hang out with very often, um, even just uh, over Zoom or over a FaceTime call or something to be able to to talk to somebody for a few minutes at a time here and there if we can um, is still better than nothing, you know, and it sort of used to be, you know, like I can go see them and I'm not right now or whatever or it's too far. So both making more effort to do that, but also finding value in just getting to see somebody face to face, even if it's face to, you know, screen to screen instead of in person. Uh, being able to to have that interaction as well, and uh, also, um, apparently, I need to take up riding motorcycles because I too enjoy going really fast, and that sounds like a really good time. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm just gonna leave it at that. All right. Uh, well, we will take a short halftime break. Yay! That is now over. <laughs> woo woo woo! I'm curious. What is your go-to pair of headphones or earbuds? And if you have multiple sets of headphones and or earbuds like I do, I can quite literally look around and see different ones sitting around me. Uh, what is it that makes the ones that you go to your go-to pair? Uh, Zach, we'll start with you. Uh, Air AirPods Pro, I've had three sets since they came out. 
um, because of losing them or like losing a part of them. But <laughs> they're so essential to me that when I do lose them and I'm like, you know, they're going to make a new version eventually, uh, I just go out and replace them and I try to, you know, save money and get a deal or something like that. But they're just, they, I find them so essential. Um, but then I've also got AirPods Max that I, I bought when they were brand new. And um, I kind of have a, you know, I, I felt bad about them because they're so freaking expensive. But um, I ended up like returning them <laughs> or selling them and then just kind of missed them and, and, and bought another pair. And now I'm like, well, you know, I really love these things. I'm not going to sell them again. And I'm just going to look at the price and forget about it and use them um, until they fall apart. Uh, so so that that combination and really, you know, of course, it's AirPods Max, you know, A, whenever they're charged, but, but B, whenever um, I'm at home or in a, in a setting where... Um, you know, Air- AirPods Pro. It's kind of AirPods Max first, but then if that's not appropriate, then AirPods AirPods Pro. You know, as the to go you know, solution. Um, and and I, I kind of find joy in like when I'm in public places and I find AirPods Max. Like when I was at Universal a few weeks ago, I saw a guy walking around with AirPods Max on. It's like kind of hot for that, but okay, uh, more power to you. But but that combination of, of Pro and Max. <laughs> Yeah, I was really skeptical because uh, I've I've had in ear uh, monitors for for more than a decade now, and so when the AirPods came out, and especially AirPods Max, I was like, yeah, you know, come come on, and <laughs> uh, and, and the AirPods Pro were the ones that got me Air- because I don't like over ear headphones. AirPods Pro with the noise noise canceling, I was really skeptical that it was going to be good enough for me to use for my everyday, and it absolutely is good enough, and I love them. Um, when I'm doing podcasting or podcast editing, I prefer a wired set of headphones because uh, there's a Bluetooth delay, and that's no good when you're podcasting or editing podcasts. So I have uh, I had a pair of Atomotic headphones that had custom silicone tips on them. Um, I had Ultimate Ears in-ears with the custom silicone tips on those, too, and those are the ones that I travel with now. And then I finally, for the first time, went all in and got from a company called ADV um custom in-ear monitors that are not just uh little silicon things you stick on the outside of regular monitors they're they're my ear shape that's it Ooh. they just go in my ears and uh took some getting used to but uh the fit is great and it's um and I love it because it it locks out like the whole world there's no other sound but what's coming through my headphones and it's pretty great so uh but for every day and mowing the lawn and doing stuff like that, it is uh, AirPods Pro for me. Kelly? Uh, I basically have the same answer as you, Jason. Uh, when I'm podcasting, I have a pair of in-ear monitors and they are uh, West Tone. And I can't remember what the number is, but a friend of mine recommended them to me, who's also a podcaster, and said uh, and his review was, uh, if these broke, I would go out and buy exactly the same pair again. And I thought that was the best review that they could get. Mm-hmm. So I have a pair of, of West. They're not custom like yours, which sounds really awesome. And one day I will probably move to that at some point. But also AirPods Pro. Um, specifically, I was excited about the noise canceling for mowing the lawn. I have a whole lot of lawn to mow. And so um, being able to pair up the noise canceling to help protect my ears from the the lawnmower is a very nice thing and also um i have a personal computer that's a macbook pro and i have a work macbook pro and i have a personal iphone and work iphone and if i put my airpods pro in my ears i can switch between all of them seamlessly to do whatever it is i'm trying to do and that little bit of ease in the connection is just makes everything dramatically better so uh, i really appreciate mine in that respect too so i basically have two go-to pairs i have a couple of others that sort of kick around 
in my vicinity. But if I'm actually, if I need a pair of headphones, it's going to be one of those two. Nice. Yes. Uh, for me, I also use AirPods Pro uh, mostly. Mine, unfortunately, do. This is like the third time they've had that clicky sound and all that kind of stuff that has happened. And I've taken them in, in the past. They've been replaced and everything's fine. Unfortunately, this time, one of my do- one of my dogs got a hold of one of my AirPods Pro and thought it might be a fun thing to chew on because he likes to chew on plastic because he's ridiculous. And so now I know that if I take it in, they're going to be like, you're going to have to pay full price for this because it's the dog's fault that it's making that clicking sound. I'm like, no, 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 no. I know it's not because it's got dents in it from teeth. Uh, sigh. Anyway, I still use them. I just don't have noise cancellation or transparency turned on ever. But because of the convenience of them, that's why I use them regularly. And then I've got that standard pair of studio Sony headphones that I use for podcasting, but they just always sit at my desk. So they're not really used outside of that because I like to, if I'm listening to music and stuff, I tend to listen out loud on my computer. Um, So thank you all for your answers on that topic. Let us move to our final show topic, which comes from Zach. So nobody picked the Kim Kardashian beats. Okay. <laughs> See, they're brand new. That's why I just haven't had a chance to get them yet. <laughs> Absolutely. So on Monday, uh, NASA is going to send a new rocket called Space Launch System or SLS for short, uh, to send a spacecraft called Orion to the moon. And uh, we'll have astronauts on board this time. That's for uh, future missions. But in the meantime, NASA is sending someone familiar to us all on the next uh, moon mission. Amazon Alexa, the voice assistant will be tested in space through an iPad running WebEx as a demonstration of how consumer technology will be integrated with future spacecrafts. Pretty cool. So with that, um, what my question to you all is, is what consumer technology would you insist on taking to space if you had to go up? Uh, well, you know, I uh, there's so many things that I rely on here on Earth. I, I would want a kind of a multitasker. So I think I decided that if I'm allowed the um, the the volume uh, to take something more than a smartphone or something like that, I think I'll take my iPad and take it with the smart keyboard um, or the magic keyboard rather, uh, because then I've got something that can be a laptop, but it can also be a tablet. Uh, it's a, I love my iPad anyway, and it's kind of, it would allow me to write things. I could do that. You know, they should have, they should have said a tech journalist mm-hmm. <laughs> that that's mm-hmm. not how that goes. Uh, but you know, a poet wasn't available. So, uh, I, I think that would be my, my tech that I would bring is I would, I would want to bring an iPad and, and again, headphones. I think you got to have some headphones, especially if we went to the international space station, because my understanding is there's a, it's noisy that there's a lot of uh, machine hum happening all the time. So I'd like to. Uh, I think I think uh, bring some headphones along with me uh, too. just, you know, not not if there's an alert or red alert somewhere, I want to hear it. But otherwise, I want to be able to entertain myself to take to space. Um, probably, probably my iPod. Um, I don't know if it's something I have to own or not. So um, if I have to own it, then it would be my fifth gen iPod uh, because it will hold uh, all kinds of music and it would just be really nice to get to listen to music uh, because that's a thing I do a lot uh, here on earth. And so it would be nice to to have that sort of uh, comfort blanket kind of with me uh, if I was going to go to space. Um, there's nothing in the question about whether or not I'm coming back. So my answer might change if there were other parameters involved. But um, probably either my iPod to listen to music or my iPad because uh, then, you know, I could watch movies on an appreciable size screen and not just the one on my iPod. 
Okay, I guess uh, for me, the consumer tech, I would take it because <laughs> what I would like to, if I was, you know, to to have to go on a long travel in the ocean or something like that, I would take my uh, Ember mug, but I don't think that that really works the same in space because my no. coffee would be floating around everywhere. <laughs> and I don't even know if the heat, you know, the the heat would work differently uh, with that situation. So um, uh, I would bring a Kindle uh, with lots of books, like the, the biggest size of Kindle I could pros- possibly, yes, uh, possibly have. And I would make sure that it also uh, had audiobook options as well. Uh, so that way I could listen sometimes and read sometimes. But uh, yeah, that, that seems like a, a good get. Well, I hope we can all go together because I love the iPad and the iPod and the Kindle. Um, I kind of wrestled with this question a little bit, even though it was mine. Um, at, at launch, like I really want to have music in my ears so I can just feel it all the way. Um, I've also thought about I really want a camera in space, you know, which is a thing that happens, but I want to be able to take the pictures. <laughs> um, then I wondered, like, how would AirPods work without gravity? Is that an issue? You know, on Earth, they kind of like stay in your ears because of gravity when you're upright. Right. But, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's, fr- I think <laughs> it's friction. friction. I think they would be fine. I think it's more friction than gravity. Just wait until after you lift off, like wait until you're, you know, just floating around. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I thought about Twitter. Like, I want to stay connected through Twitter. That would be kind of cool. And then I went as far as like, I would take nine to five max so I could work and like support my family. But, um, ultimately I, I ended up kind of selfishly saying Wikipedia because like just last night oh. I was going down a rabbit hole of links, like <laughs> retro futurism to superbit DVDs to, um, transhumanism and this guy called Neil Harbison who has a antenna sticking out of his head for real. So that would just keep me entertained for many, many, many years, I believe. <laughs> I would uh I would totally take off to Countdown by Rush, which actually has the audio <laughs> of the first space shuttle launch in it. Yeah, uh, that would be, get me pumped up. Uh, I by the way, Kelly, great choice of the iPod. Um, one of my desktop uh, pictures in my desktop pictures folder is uh, of the space shuttle Endeavor docked at the ISS, and you can see a classic iPod in the window. <laughs> it's oh. amazing. <laughs> so somebody did it. That's an awesome. Pi- that sounds like an awesome picture. Yeah. That sounds great. All right. We have just enough time for our bonus topic. Here's the question kicking off of Zach's topic. Would you go to space if someone offered you a free ride round trip? Not one way round trip to space. Would you do it, Kelly? Absolutely. I I wanted to be an astronaut when I was a kid and you had to come up uh, as a fighter pilot. And I'm not tall enough to be a fighter pilot and my feet are too flat to be in the army and or any any of the armed services. So I wasn't going to be able to do that. Um, I always wanted to go to space. So I would do it absolutely in a heartbeat. No questions asked whether or not they let me take my iPod. <laughs> I just would need it would need to be a shorter trip if it was like many years. No, but if it was a year, then yes, because I don't want to leave my my dogs behind for that long. That's that would be sad. And they can't come with me because they both have short snouts. So they wouldn't even handle an airplane ride very well. Uh, Zach, what about you? I would go unless it was on September 7th, the Apple event. No, I would go on a heartbeat. <laughs> uh, even, even if it's one of those like short up and back, you know, 15 minute rides, yes. just because that's going really fast and I like to go fast, but I would especially want to go for a longer trip. You know, when, when they have these like long stints of almost one year, I always want to be the person who goes for the full year and change. Uh, cause you get really close and then that's the longest you've ever been, but I, I would go for as long as possible. Um, and, and, and love every minute of it. Jason? 
I would say yes. Um, I don't know about a, a whole year, but I, I would, I would definitely, I would definitely sign up for sure. Even though you know it's a little scary, but uh, we're all going. Okay, we're going to pile into a uh, one of those Blue Origin things <laughs> and take a take a ten minute uh, ride. I don't know who's who's funding it yet, but we'll figure that out. Thank you, everybody. Hey, if you would like to get ad free episodes with an extra overtime topic every week, you can become a Clockwise member. Just go to relay.fm slash clockwise and you can sign up for $5 a month or $50 a year. You will support this show. In this week's overtime topic, we talk about cleaning our tech. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Clockwise. I know it happened so fast, but that's what this podcast is all about. Kelly Gamont, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me on the show, even though I haven't been invited to anything today. Full circle. Zach Hall, thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Micah. And congratulations on being invited to your first Apple event. That's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks so much. Kelly and Zach, I think technically you were both invited to be on Clockwise today. True. Anyway, that brings us to the end. (laughs) Thanks for uh, listening to this episode of Clockwise. And until next time, we remind you, watch what you say. And keep watching the clock. Bye, everybody.